May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be to your glory. Amen. It has been a week. It has been a week. Schools and daycares, opening, then closing, and then reopening. Hospitals overflowing at twice capacity. Ambulances waiting in queue. Infectious rates up in the thousands of percentile. While others claim that the variant is milder, not as serious, or as waning. And the guidelines, oh, the guidelines. Updated, re-updated, revised, made new from this agency and that agency. It has been a week. And amid all of that, the pastoral care phone here at St. Cross has been off the hook. Falls and surgeries, visits needed, therapies awaited, test results anxious to receive. Some are sick at home or sick in a facility Many carry and walk a journey approaching death with a family member or loved one. The phone's been ringing off the hook for assistance for those in our church and our community about plans and programs that have been disrupted and replanned and reprogrammed, and people are left wondering, uncertain, and devastated. It has been a week. It was just last week when we read the gospel about Jesus turning water into wine. And some of us may be thinking after this week, how come that scripture isn't the one fulfilled in our hearing? <laughs> it has been a week. In today's gospel, Jesus goes to Galilee to proclaim God's favor. This location is significant, Galilee. Because Jesus going to Galilee shows us that the Spirit comes and anoints spaces that are unfinished, intention-filled, and unresolved. And the Spirit comes upon us that we can then build a community of interrelatedness and oneness of God's love, no matter what condition we are in or what place we find ourselves I have a little bit of sympathy for Galilee, and you might as well. It was pressed upon by cultural and political forces with different messaging. It was a mixing, melting pot of a region on the border where the threatening, oppressive forces of empire were a daily threat in their life. It was a trading post thriving on the exchange of goods and ideas but also that exchange of good and ideas is exactly why the religious authorities down in Jerusalem at the temple center viewed Galilee as defiled. So we can be maybe a little sympathetic how the Galileans felt disconnected from the religious center, disconnected and uncertain about which messages and forces are shaping and pressing upon them and how they should respond. 
That's Galilee. That's where Jesus goes today. Jesus enters this place of competing forces of struggle and neglect, uncertainty and unresolved tensions, and proclaims God's fulfillment and sits among them, simply saying the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. They have a part in the fulfillment of scripture, these Galileans. And the good news of the gospel today is that we have a part in the fulfillment too. Or just as Jesus comes to the Galileans in the midst of these competing forces, Jesus comes to us today. We don't have to wait for resolutions, for peace, for a return to normalcy, for unknowns to become known. The scripture is fulfilled in our hearing. Jesus is with us and among us, and that is enough. We don't have to wait for the temple, for a new Jerusalem coming down, for kingdom come, because Jesus has come to Galilee. God is with us in Galilee. God is with us in Babylonian exile. God is with us in our own COVID tide. We don't have to wait for normal because Jesus is among us today. The kingdom as proclaimed by Jesus enters our everyday life. It's a very real sense. It's about daily bread. Throughout history, people have tried to make the kingdom something that is far off. It's in the distant future, it's in the afterlife, it's some alternate reality. But that's not what we see when Jesus comes to Galilee. Jesus brings the kingdom right into the middle of our everyday life. Jesus preaches a practical reality, giving sight to the blind, healing the sick, setting captives free. It's a front and center reality for his audience. John the Baptist has just been imprisoned by Herod. The ideas of blindness and sickness and imprisonment are their everyday life. Jesus enters them and declares God's favor. The kingdom of God in our everyday life, what does that look like? Well, Paul gives us this metaphor of us as the body of Christ. And this passage is not about church organization. It's not about identifying the gifts that you may have and your neighbor may have. It's about identifying our interrelatedness, How the fact that we belong to one another, that when one hurts, we all hurt. When one rejoices, we all rejoice. That is the gift of the Spirit oneness, the privilege and responsibility to care for one another, depend on and grow with one another, allowing others space for struggle, for tension, for grief and heartache. We live out this relatedness when we hold space in our own lives so that we are able to join others in their heartache. That's when we become the body of Christ. We can accept struggle and uncertainty and have patience with struggle and unknowns 
because we know that God is amongst us, even in hard places. Embracing these uneasy places in each other and ourselves is how we move forward to actualizing the body of Christ. Then we become the body of Christ. And we love one another by following Jesus' example of being the body of Christ that enters unresolved places. Maybe you are feeling this, this tension of competing forces, struggling with loss, exhausted from navigating shifting sands. Hear this. Jesus enters those places. Indeed, it is in the swirling dark chaos that the spirit broods waiting and preparing to bring about new creation. You don't have to wait for normalcy, for resolution, for plans to be confirmed without changing. Jesus is already with you. The body of Christ is with you. Maybe you are not beset by grief. Maybe you possess an eagerness to move on, to make plans, to get going, to stop wasting time. Hear this. Nothing is wasted in the kingdom of God. This wasted time is a resting time, a time for healing. You who are strong and eager are called to rest in order to tend to the other parts of the body. Have you ever hurt your foot or leg or hip and the doctor says, stay off of it for a while? So then you start powering through with the other leg. What happens? Now that one's at a joint and now everything hurts. Don't do that. <laughs> you may be the healthy leg, but you are still called to a role to help others heal. You don't have to move on to encounter Jesus. Jesus is already among us. The body of Christ is among us. It has been a week, but Jesus Christ is among us. The body of Christ is among us. Thank God and amen.